Lisa Duffy with LisaDuffy.com, and I'd like to welcome you to another podcast uh, in this special series of podcasts that I'm offering, specifically focused on helping you manage your finances after divorce. We know it's tough, um, and we want to get you um, as much help as possible. So the topic that we're going to address today is something that uh, I've I've been through with other people who have been going through a divorce, and it's so tough. And that's the question, I haven't worked in years, and now I have to get a job. Where do I begin? That's a really important question. It deserves some good information in response. So walking us through this topic today is my friend Jamie Minster. And Jamie is a certified divorce financial analyst and a collaborative divorce financial specialist. Jamie, welcome. Thank you. Jamie, would you tell us what the difference is between the, the CDFA and then the Collaborative Divorce Financial Specialist? Of course. So as a divorce financial analyst, that means that I have completed a, a formal course where you sit for exams and it walks you through all of the intricacies of divorce and financial planning. Uh, as a collaborative divorce specialist, that means that I have gone through a three-day training program specifically in collaborative divorce. And the real hope of collaborative divorce is rather than being a destructive process, it's a process where everyone collaborates as a team to work the family through the process of being separated. Excellent. That's, that's a great bonus to what you already do because, you know, uh, divorces are bitter, nasty affairs most often. I, I mean, I've seen some amicable divorces, but um, not a lot of them. And when it comes down to the money factor, it just gets so tense and uh, it's very upsetting. And a lot of people who guide you through the process, you know, don't have that expertise in, in trying to make it a positive experience and a, an amicable experience. I know a lot of people use their lawyers not only as counselors, which is unfortunate, but also as financial specialists, which they're not either. And um, you can really dig yourself into a hole. So I think it's wonderful that you have that. Yes, and when I'm working on a collaborative project, the goal of the financial professional is to be the only true neutral. Mm -hmm. So the real benefit is that typically the, the strife is about custody and finances. Mm -hmm. So if you have the neutral person being the financial person, that really changes the tone of the entire, the entire experience. Well, that's exciting. So um, let's talk about this issue of having to go back to work. Um, you know, it's certainly a woman's issue, but it's not only a woman's issue. You know, there are a lot of men who, you know, have been the one to be at home. Um, or there are all kinds of different scenarios out there. What do you tell someone who needs a place to begin and really just doesn't have a clue how to get started? So the first thing that I like to talk to them about is what were they doing before? 
what were they, where is their education? Typically, and again, it's, it's, it's men or women, but predominantly it's the woman who has chosen to stay home with the children, but they had a life before that. So what was that? What, what did they do before? Where is their education? And how can we use that as leverage moving forward? And so let's say I was uh, an administrative assistant, and that was 20 years ago. Now, being an administrative assistant, which is a, an excellent job if you know, you're dedicated to it, you know, this, this technology, um, there's software that you don't know. There's so many changes in the workplace. How do you get started there? How do you uh, update your resume with those um, talents? So That's a great question. That's a great question. And just because you haven't been in the workplace doesn't mean that you haven't been working. Maybe you're volunteering at schools or you're involved in organizing and coaching. And this can be a really difficult time to think about where your strengths are. But you have been, you have been progressing for the past 20 years as a person who also has other skills other than just the laundry or taking, maintaining the household. Maybe you've been in charge of paying all of the bills. Maybe you've been in charge. So you have some accounting skills, even if they're not maybe something you feel prepared to go out and do in the workplace. So the, being honest with yourself that you, you, do have, you do have talents and you do have skills. Let's just see where, where, where we can utilize those now. Okay. And so now we've taken an inventory of my talents and skills, and we've taken stock in my education. Where do I go from there? This is when you need to start talking to people and letting them know that you're looking for work and letting them know that you want to reenter the workforce. In my experience, we want to help one another. And if people know that you're, you're looking for a position, Many, many jobs aren't even listed on a job site any longer because they're looking to hire someone through someone else that they know. Mm-hmm. So asking people that you know, it doesn't mean you're not begging for work. It just means I'm looking for a position. If you hear of anything, would you please let me know? Sure. And then there are other ways to do that kind of networking as well. I know some parishes actually have... Um, job networking groups. Have you found that uh, in other places? Absolutely. So your parish is a great place to let people know that this is what you're, what you're looking for. It's definitely sticking your neck out a little bit because people will now know that you know, your life, you've gone through a life-changing event and hopefully they will be compassionate toward that and be willing to connect you with someone else or tell you about jobs that, at their place of employment. Absolutely. And if you do need to get more education, when you're going through the process, oftentimes we'll look for, when I'm working with someone, we'll say, we're looking for a rehabilitative alimony. Oh, my gosh, what does that mean? That means that I am looking for some support 
additional support in the coming three or four years because I'm going back to school, and then the alimony may taper down. So I've been the stay-at-home parent or the stay-at-home spouse for however many years. I need to reenter the workforce, and so for the next amount of time, I need extra support. And, and so I have found that that's well received. Excellent. Yes, because it's um, it's not a lifelong extension or additional alimony. It's for a certain period of time, and it's so you can get back on your feet and go to work. Precisely. And now you are you are more in control of your future as well. Because even if you do have lifetime alimony, what if the other spouse that is paying the alimony becomes disabled? What if something happens to them? What if they lose their job? So being able to take care of yourself, I think, is a tremendous part of the healing process. Now, I do have uh, two questions for you. One is, where do you normally advise people to go looking for a job? Do you have some pet websites or, or organizations that you like to send people to, like a temp agency or a headhunter or something online? And then the other question is, well, let's let you get to that one first. Okay. So yes, there are a number of online websites, Monster and those larger companies. There's one other site that I also like to look at, and this is especially for someone who may be going back to school or may need to ease back into the workplace or needs a flexible schedule, hence the name. It's called flexjobs.com, F-L-E-X. And they have a number of jobs that you can work from home, and some of them are in shorter in duration. And this could be a great way to start getting some experience and to start finding out maybe what it is that you like to do again. And I do like that there's also a small fee. It's $14.99 a month to be a member of that community because I think that it helps kind of weed out more of the, the less but, serious positions. Sure. And, and that's great information. You actually, um, it, it answers my second question. My second question was going to be, uh, also another very common scenario, if you take uh, a younger mom or a younger parent who has to be at home with their kids. They don't have money for an after-school babysitter. They, they have lots of child care issues, and they really can't go get a 9-to-5 job. It's not realistic. So uh, flexjobs.com is going to be a great place for them too, right? Because it's contract work that they can do at home. Absolutely, and some of it is full-time positions. We are living in such a great time for, for being able to work remotely, and the expectation of going to an office all day is, isn't necessarily the norm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a great aspect of uh, being alive in this age of technology. It's very, very helpful. Okay, that's great. Did you want to say something else? Yeah, there's also, I don't know if you've ever read um, the blog WealthySingleMom.com. She's out of New York, and she is a big believer that you can take care of yourself, you can take care of 
The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. ...of your children, and you can do it on your own terms. And you need to think outside the box, and there is a job out there for you that fits your life. Excellent. That's great. And that was uh, WealthySingleMom.com? Yeah, she can be a little crass sometimes, so you may not actually <laughs> <laughs> I I do think that it, that there is so much opportunity that you don't have to go bag groceries and put your kids in daycare and go backwards every month. Right. And, you know, um, Jamie, I think one of the great things about, you know, being able to sit down and talk with you for anyone is that you're going to offer a very positive perspective. It's you have a very can-do mentality. And it's so important for someone who feels like they're out of control because of what's happening in their life. So I'm thrilled that you were able to join us and um, looking forward to our next podcast. Jamie, if people want to get a hold of you, how can they do that? You are always welcome to give me a call at 843-302-6271. Or you may also reach me on email at jamie, J-A-M-I-E, at jamie, J-A-M-I-E, minster, M-I-N-S-T-E-R, dot com. And you are also welcome to visit my website at jamieminster.com. Outstanding. That's great. Well, thank you for joining us today. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Great. Thank you for having me. Thanks again for joining us. And I hope you will tune in for more help in rebuilding your life after divorce at lisaduffy.com. Copyright 2016, Lisa Duffy.